And this is not exactly the EWTN programming already in progress. This is AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here. And uh, we are back to our pledge drive that is going on, the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. And uh, we've got another hour here kicking off. We have um, in the studio with us, we have Deacon Jerry and uh, Sally Kazin. We also have Brenda Sharman, and we're going to be speaking with all... How, everybody doing good here? Awesome. Doing awesome. well. Plenty Thank of water. You. We're all good here. Doing okay. Well. All hydrated. Stay hydrated, please. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going uh, to gonna get to you in just a little bit, but we always like to start each hour off with prayer. And to do that... Uh, we've been getting kids from uh, around the different Catholic schools in the Archdiocese. And right now, uh, we're going to go to Crystal Ray School. And on the line with us is uh, 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 Ozusina. Ozusina, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Fine, thank you. What, what grade are you in? I'm currently a senior here at Crystal Ray. Oh, okay. Awesome. What, what are your plans for the fall? After graduation. Um, yeah, I'm attending Emory University with a full ride. Sweet! <laughs> that job. is awesome. We, we got a smart cookie here on the line, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, great. And so now you've prepared a, a, a prayer for us to kick off this hour of our pledge drive? Yes, I have. Okay, great. Anytime you're ready, let's, let's hear it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We seek this intercession of Our Lady for the people of the world, in particular for the people of Ukraine. We pray to Mary, Queen of the Universe. Mary, Queen of the Universe, you are a queen because you are the mother of the Word incarnate. Christ is universal king because he rules all creatures by his personal union with the divinity. He is king and you are queen of all hearts. Rule over us by the queenly power of your love, that the kingdom of your Son, the kingdom of truth and life, holiness and grace, justice, love and peace may come upon earth. Grant grace to all people and the Holy Spirit for the church and peace for the whole world. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, good luck this fall, and uh, uh, thank you again for participating in, in our pledge drive. Thank you for having me. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I love that, having the kids pray for us. That is awesome. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. I'm Dave Savage, and uh, we've got Deacon Jerry. Uh, Sally is here. Brenda's here. We're all on a first-name basis. That's cool, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. So so uh, this is Jerry, and Sally and I hail from St. Benedict in uh, Duluth. And we, we uh, just thank you for joining. Um, Quest's mission is to bring a million souls to Christ. How profound. How huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, to invite, to inform, and inspire. And that's, that's the goal of Quest. Um, uh, it, Catholic Radio and, and Quest is rapidly growing here in Atlanta. Um, and the broadcast area that reaches over three million souls. Huge. Yeah. And by your donation, you help make Quest available for, for many listeners, and God's going to do the rest. Our call-in number is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 to make a one-time or monthly donation. 
Um, or you can donate online as well at the Quest Atlanta, all one word, thequestatlanta.com or via the Quest Atlanta mobile app. Uh, Quest is 100% listener supported, so we rely very heavily on the spring and fall a pledge drive, so um, to pay for the cost of the running of the station. Yeah, and uh, Deacon, can I just jump in here yeah, real please. quick? Uh, and I just want to mention that anybody who donates or calls in is going to be registered for a chance to win. Uh, get this, a VIP pil- pil- I, I can never say pil- pilgrimage. Ten times fast. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but uh, to, to EWTN and the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament, nice. uh, or a framed picture of the Divine Mercy, or I saved the best for last. <laughs> A beautiful piece of religious artwork donated by Sally Kazan. <laughs> there you are. I, I, I can attest it's awesome. I can't so, Thank you. I can't that, so that's great. So, uh, and, and I just want to mention one other thing. Uh, you can become a Quest Coffee Club member by committing to a monthly donation. We really like those monthly donations. So any amount... Uh, any amount of a monthly donation, uh, you will receive a cool Quest Coffee mug. And... Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, very cool. So I'm going to toss it back to you, Deacon. Very good. So, so we're we're very blessed this hour uh, to have Brenda Sharman on, uh, who'll describe her extraordinary journey to the Catholic Church. Um, Brenda hails uh, from Saint Peter Chanel, and uh, she's uh, been married. How many years have you been married? Since '91. '91. So, yeah. All right, and has three boys. I do. Who you've told me you love baseball. Yes, they among do. other things. <laughs> Um, some um, Brenda was a professional model um, and a commercial actress for 25 years and a former Miss Georgia uh, in 1990. And um, she came to the church. And this first maybe half hour, we're going to talk a little bit about that journey to the church. So welcome, Brenda. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I appreciate it. So take it from here. You betcha. All right. So uh, I always say that my my journey began uh, when I became pregnant with my first son. I I think it was that gift of motherhood and that um, that beautiful uh, gift of you know working with the Creator to bring new life into the world that really inspired my my journey. And um, and I just knew that I was going to have this child who would grow up and and ask me all the big questions about. You know, where is God? Who is God? Why do we celebrate Christmas? Why do we celebrate Easter? And I really didn't have the answers to those questions. And so I knew that I had some studying to do. I was raised in in an agnostic family, and we really didn't go to church unless it was to the Unitarian Church, which is pretty much a believe-whatever-you-want-to-believe kind of group. Um, But I didn't grow up reading the Bible or really having any education about um, Scripture or who Jesus was or the differences of churches or religions. And um, and I was I was really hungry for it. So I I began my uh, searching. um, Well, and and I would say, too, that when I met my husband, that that also kicked off my faith journey because my husband was Catholic, um, although he really never tried to talk me into becoming Catholic or trying to teach me about the faith necessarily. His witness was very profound. I always say that he was the first Bible that I ever read. Um, And we got. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, What does that mean? It means that that just through his actions, I could see, um, you know, God and see Jesus through his actions and his behavior and mm-hmm. how he lived. Awesome. Not necessarily what he taught me, um, you know, straight from scripture or anything. But um, we got married at the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in downtown Atlanta. And I think that that's when um, the graces of the church started really entering my heart. And uh, and then when um, I was searching 
when I was pregnant, I was studying everything from, you know, Hinduism to Buddhism, the New Age movement, and, and having grown up in the fashion industry around, you know, models and actors, a lot of, you know, different colorful personalities. And um, so I, you know, I considered a lot of different things. But at that time, I really started reading the Bible and, um, you know, kind of taking it from the top. And, and I just really fell in love with Christianity. And I, and I wanted to be I guess I I wanted to be like the early apostles. I said, yeah, you know, I want to be like that, you know, the church in, in the early days. And certainly that was probably where the water ran the most clear, you know, because it's closer to the source. And um, when you start studying the early church fathers, you really see that what the early Christians taught and believed and how they lived was pretty much um like the Catholics do nowadays. And so the, the believing the beliefs are all in line with each other from the early church to who we are today as Catholics. So I knew that I wanted to become Catholic. And then um, after about four years, I jumped in with both feet and um, have just been on fire for my faith ever since. Um, although not perfect, of course, and, and I totally embrace the sacrament of confession because I, uh, you know, <laughs> need that. Don't uh, we all? <laughs> yes, yes. So, so for me, just listening, Brenda, is the, the role of grace. You know, so like, okay, so you mentioned being married in the church and the sacramental grace of matrimony, mm-hmm. right? And then... You know, the birth of a child, what a great miracle. Mm -hmm. And how that just made, it's like a yearning in you, it sounds like. Absolutely. You know, this innate yearning, or God has placed that in us to seek something more than ourselves. So it's almost like there's this invisible grace that you're describing there was happening, maybe didn't even know it at the time. Yes, absolutely. I, I would say that there was um, definitely God's hand was over me, you know, this this whole time. And I would say, too, the, the Blessed Mother, um, I think that her, you know, she was always around and always in the background and kind of guiding my steps. Um, but it definitely was it was a lot of grace at that time. Really cool. You're uh, you're listening to Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio on uh, our spring pledge drive. Our call in number is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 to make a one-time or monthly donation. Um, you're listening to Brenda Sharman and her uh, her faith journey to the Catholic Church. Dave, you have an update for yeah, us. Yeah, well, I, and I just wanted to mention, too, that uh, if you can make a donation before 4 o'clock, uh, we have gift certificates to restaurants. Uh, a lot of a lot of businesses have donated things to help out this pledge drive. Yeah, so, I mean, we're talking uh, like Bad Daddy's, Houck's Grill, uh, Brookwood Grill. Um, uh, Chick-fil-A, uh, Jay Christopher, uh, Eggs Up Grill. Uh, but if, so call in when you call in, or you can even do it online. You just put in the little box there, the, the restaurant you want. If it's one of those I mentioned, do that. If we have some left, we'll get one to you. If not, we'll get you something similar. But uh, we've got that up until 4 o'clock today. So you can really make your uh, your donation count there. <laughs> so wow. Awesome. And, and I don't want to direct this in a different way, but I, I, you said something, Brenda. You said you had a hunger. And I'm, I'm curious, is, was that hunger? Uh, was it some, did, did you know what you had a hunger for? Or, or was it just something you just didn't know? I did. I, I I wanted to know God. I wanted to know where He was. How could I find Him? How could I find truth? How could I, you know, find Him, love Him, serve Him, and know Him? And it mm-hmm. so it was very it was very concrete. Um, I can remember, you know, in the early days, I would say to my husband, I just feel this yearning. I want to go to church. I want to know God. 
And and I would say, well, I'm, why don't we just go to that church down the street? It was closest to our house, whatever's most convenient. And he'd say, well, I, I feel like we should go to the Catholic Church. Um, and thanks be to God, we did. And 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 so there there I really just started um, learning and and studying. And then I you know studied all the different denominations and um, learned the differences of why we are who we are and why others do what they do. And I just really fell in love with Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're talking to so many different denominations, you you, you got to know a lot. So, yeah. yeah, Brenda, tell us about your experience in the church when you had that felt knowing of God's presence, when you really started to experience this is God speaking to my heart. Yeah, well, I, I can remember going through the RCIA program at Transfiguration, and um, and and. People call would call me a Magdala. That that's like a nickname for somebody like Mary Magdalene who cries a lot. So when I feel the Holy Spirit, I, I sometimes get overwhelmed with uh, with tears and still can have to have to fight that off even when I'm re- reflecting back on my story back in the day. But um, but it was very like the, the Holy Spirit just was very overwhelming and used to overcome my emotions. And um, but I joined the Church of Transfiguration, had full baptism confirmation holy communion that spring of uh, 1999 and um and then the the following year in the year 2000 i remember talking to a friend and she introduced me to a book on mary and medjugorje and so we went on a pilgrimage to medjugorje in the year 2000 oh, which wow. was a total life changer um and so that has had a, a profound influence on my life ever since too wow now you mentioned that your husband was the first Bible you ever read. I yes. think if I said yes, but if I remember part of your story, I think you led him closer in his faith. Yes, right? yes, a- absolutely. I think that um, that he grew up as a Catholic and always professed a love for the Catholic Church. But through his college years, he kind of strayed away and um, would sometimes visit other churches and then just sometimes not. And then I think he became very comfortable um, just playing golf or tennis on the weekends um, when he was, you know, 20s, 30s. Um, and then through the gift of uh, having our children and growing our family, and then through my conversion, he really um, reignited his flame and, and his love for, for Christ and, and wanting to be more uh, faithful and going to Mass. And um, so he really kind of came back to the church through um, us, you know, starting to go together as a family. But it really was, was our, um, our children who, who brought us back to the, you know, fully into the faith. Exactly. You're listening to The Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, and uh, our call-in number, 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. You're listening to Brenda Sharman. Brenda, I think also the the fact, at least your first child, I'm sure all of your boys, uh, the gift of life and a baby is just so stunning. That that really was, um, you saw that as gift, Mm -hmm. God's gift to Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um, yes, and I think our children inspire us to want to be better. They they help us to see uh, love in its purest form, and they um, they help us to live a, a more um, innocent mindset. I guess like we want to be better people when we're around our children because we know that they're watching our example. Um, so I th- I think that um, and then sometimes our kids grow up and then their witness inspires us. So my a twenty year old son is off at college right now in Illinois and um, and he's just been such a, a 
great young man to go off to college and he still goes to mass every week and he goes to confession and he's praying the rosary at night with his girlfriend over FaceTime. Wow. Good so, job, yeah, mom. I know. Yeah. yeah, good job, Michael. <laughs> so, and, and then my, uh, my 14 year old is, um, is very faithful too. And, and all of my boys are very athletic and involved in sports, but, um, each one of them like blesses, does the sign of the cross over themselves and, and the, um, home plate when they're up to bat or whatever they do you know they're giving glory to god and pointing to god if they get a home run or my my son wears the jesus loves you shirt on the <laughs> basketball court ah, when their cool. team's warming up and so they're just all three of my sons have like their screensaver is a portrait of jesus and they're you know good looking young men but yet you look at them with their phones and you know you see jesus's face right there and so sometimes just like those little things that little uh, witness uh, inspires me too but mm. each one of them have a, a beautiful faith and um, they love God and they want to, you know, live live a life as, as a good example for their friends. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Um, as a convert, it makes you dig deeper. You're mm-hmm. you're really seeking the Lord, and um, and that's what we've heard. You have been doing. You do, and to find those answers not only for yourself, but so that you could answer your children's questions. That's right. Uh, What was the most surprising answer you found when you were um, seeking the truth within the Catholic Church? Was there something that was like a wow moment? I don't know that there was necessarily one wow moment um, during my journey. I think that there were so many wow moments um, (laughs) because I was getting introduced to this big family that I I never knew before. And just learning about the saints and all the the heroes that came before us and their wonderful lives of example and and who they were and how they lived and it was just so inspiring to you know be introduced to this big catholic family and then just reading scripture and the churches i mean all the miracles and the the beautiful things that have happened for the past two thousand years um so i think that i'm constantly um, surprised and blessed by continuing my education in Catholicism. And, and that's one of the things that, like, all the media that we have today, it's such a blessing because we have at our fingertips on our phone so many things that we can learn about through um, radio stations like The Quest. There's so many resources, you know, in our pocket, on our phone or on YouTube or other Catholic radio stations or channels or whatever, just resources. Um so we have at our fingertips the ability to know so much Mm -hmm. and it can really bless our lives if we use our time wisely of course you know we all have to fight the constant um temptation to distraction Mm -hmm. and sometimes we can watch a lot of things that aren't necessarily going to lead us closer to god and we have to make that decision in our mind to try to structure our time and and um and be very prudent with what we tune into or what we watch or what we click on but through resources like i'm saying like on the quest we have this in our pocket it's so beautiful so oftentimes i'll tune in um, and just click the the app on my phone in the mornings when i'm getting ready and there's so many great programs that you know are on air all day long different hours and sometimes i'll confess i'll i'll click on uh, the the radio station and maybe what they're talking about at that time is not something i'm necessarily interested in at the moment but i can go to all the past programs and just select Mm -hmm. something that does speak to me at the time so i think just um availing ourselves of all the resources that are out there it's just it's such a gift 
You, you, yes. You've used the term, Brenda, of the slow drip. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Of yes. having the radio there. And, and I can totally relate to that, especially uh, my, my journey with uh, Catholic uh, radio was behind the windshield driving, uh-huh. you know, and it was very much the same way. So I have a ton of questions, but we're going to have to break here pretty soon. So uh, let's hold those over to the next half hour. Uh, you're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio. Uh, the Quest AM 1160 and our spring pledge drive to make a um, uh, donation. Just call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go online, thequestatlanta.com, or the Quest Atlanta mobile app that Brenda was speaking about, and just click the donate button. Um, so when yeah. we uh, um, when we come back from a very brief break our guest brenda sharma will continue her post-conversion story there's trust me there's a lot more there for us to hear about and you don't want to miss it so please stay tuned and we'll be right back. absolutely and i just want to get throw it out there that that we also have those gift certificates like i was talking about i mean just a ton of these things uh thai emerald uh, uh salt uh ipolitos el torero and roswell marlos and roswell so if you want one of those you make a donation any size uh, more than a dollar, but you know, <laughs> but it, just make a donation and, and you will get one of those. And uh, I'm going to just take a trip over here to the, to the call center and uh, just see what we got going on here. Um, uh, oh, Chuck uh, from Woodstock in honor of Brenda, Deacon Jerry and his wife, Sally, uh, and the great church of St. Benedict. So thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, we've got an anonymous one coming in here. Uh, we also have uh, Lori. Uh, doesn't say where Lori's from, but uh, Lori, thank you so much for doing that. I'll close up the call center right now, and we will be back very shortly here on the Quest, the Spring Pledge Drive. Listening to AM 1160 The Quest, and this is our Spring Pledge Drive, where the theme is the power of prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. There have been scared or hurting moms and dads who had an appointment for an abortion, but changed their minds at the last minute. Their minds were changed because of 40 Days for Life, a peaceful legal prayer vigil that reminds couples of the hope they can find in God's love. You can sign up for one or more hours at the next vigil, March 2nd through April 10th at 40daysforlife.com slash Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. Hi, my name's Mary and I'm with my friends, Janie, Rebecca, and Luke. And we're all students at Regina Chaley Academy in Roswell, Georgia. And you're listening to Atlanta's newest Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest. Listen on air or find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. We're on The Quest! The Quest presents... 
Pro-Life Minutes. The United States marks 47 years of legalized abortion since Roe v. Wade in 1973. Abortion has taken a terrible toll on America. We have lost more than 61 million of our sons, daughters, friends, and neighbors. The total number of babies killed in abortions in the U.S. equals the combined population of 19 states. Looking at the numbers another way, these abortions equal the population of the entire country of Italy. Imagine if Italy or 19 states and every single person living there was entirely wiped off the map. It would be a global catastrophe that would leave every single human being on the planet in shock and horror. But when it comes to aborted babies, some people celebrate that massive destruction of human life. Others just don't care. But we must speak out for the voiceless. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. My name is Father Voldemir Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia. And here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants, and out of love of mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We, who are sinful and unworthy, pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you, and unto you do we send up glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. You are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever. Like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven, St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No. Oh, you had a bad mom. (laughs) Or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children help them to know love and serve our lord and get them to heaven and the best mom you can be is accepting who you are be the best you you can be you can't be cameron frat you would be a horrible cameron frat i can't be my friend julia who's amazing and wonderful i need to be me so be you be yourself and uh, get your kids to heaven for more homegrown wisdom visit thequestatlanta.com The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. studio right now with Deacon Jerry and Sally Kaysen and uh, also our guest Brenda Sharman and uh, like I said going into the break I'm going to mention it one more time we've got these gift certificates to these restaurants 
Any donation, any size, you get one of those. Just ask for it when you call in, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com. Deacon? Very good. So uh, you can call in right now at 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160, or go online at thequestatlanta.com, or use the Quest Atlanta mobile app and just hit the Donate button. Uh, This half hour, we'll continue listening to Brenda Sharman. Uh, Brenda hails from uh, St. Peter Chanel. She is a um, former um, professional model, actress, and uh, and Miss Georgia in 1990. And uh, she's just been explaining her journey to the church. And gosh, do I have a lot of questions about um, uh, maybe maybe post uh, uh, post uh, conversion, so to speak. Um, so tell us a little bit more. You know, you you you, you have three boys. Um, You've mentioned me. You take them uh, to baseball as as moms do, you know, and 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 um, you know, traveling weekends and yes. finding their faith. Yes, yeah. So so I've got two travel baseball players, and I, th- I think that that's one of the biggest challenges nowadays for us moms if we have athletic children, um, and come you know trying to combine our faith with um, our, our faith life with sports and family and just the, all the activities on the weekends. But but one of the things that we've always done is that no matter where we are, wherever we're traveling, we always find a church wherever we go. And I think that that's a witness not only for our children, but also for the other teammates, because, you know, most of them will eventually find out, you know, that Matthew went to church or Michael went to church that morning. Um, but it's also a lot of fun. I really do enjoy visiting all the different parishes or, you know, wherever we visit. Um, and then there's actually uh, down in Florida one huge church right across from this very large uh, baseball field, and you see the cross off in the distance. So sometimes we would even stop by, you know, in between games. One time we were able to dash in and out for confession. Um, I've been known to go in and get holy water and bring out bottles and sprinkle it over the bats and the gloves. Oh, and, very cool! And all the kids Man, and special look at that crazy lady. I know the crazy mom <laughs> blessing everybody. But thankfully, most of them kind of gotten used to me. So, um, but, but Matthew and, and Michael, my two young sons who are into baseball, uh, they, uh, they're, they're on board with it and, um, and both of them are doing well. So my, Michael is playing college baseball right now in Illinois. And then, uh, both of them have MLB dreams. We don't know what God's will is, but, um, we'll help them dream that dream as long as they can. And, uh, but I, I think that incorporating God into, um, everything we do in life. And sometimes we'll pray the rosary on the way to games, um, and we, we, they always try to wear a blessed article or, you know, just things like that, just really working their, their faith life into sports as much as they can. Um, and then sometimes I think that when they have miraculous shots or miraculous things that happen during the game, I'm like, yep. That's because we said our prayers they beforehand. Have the home, the yes. home yeah, yeah. My my uh, my fourteen year old Matthew helped his eighth grade basketball team win the county championship um, about a month ago, and he had this miraculous, like less than half court basketball shot. He was just my. down at the end. It was a bu- you know buzzer was about to go off, and he just threw it down and made this miraculous basket. And um, and you know we just laugh. It's because you know he's said all of his prayers beforehand and i was saying mine and it was just nothing but a gift from god because it just was not human that he could make that shot so i think just showing our kids um that god wants to be involved in everything we do 
you know, the fun stuff, the, the playtime, the prayer time. Um, but we, we enjoy going to Mass as a family, and, and sometimes, you know, usually after Mass we try to stay and say our family prayers after the Mass. Before church, when we're driving to Mass, we try to uh, go over the readings of the day, <clears throat> excuse me, and just make sure that everybody understands what we're about to experience at church. Because I think that that can often happen is that when kids go to church, they'll hear the readings, but maybe it doesn't click or it doesn't register or they don't even understand what's being said. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we try to talk about, you know, the, the mass readings beforehand. Um, so, so daily mass, you mentioned daily mass. Yes. I, yes. I, I just think what a great gift of the church that we Catholics can take advantage of every day, every anywhere day. in the world. I know, I know. That that was my Lenten resolution, was to go to daily Mass. And over the years, I've been on and off with going to daily Mass. Um, but during Lent, this is now, what, my 14th, 15th day in a row. And it really is, it's really wonderful. And I highly recommend it. If um, any of the, the listeners out there have never tried going to a daily Mass, it just really can um, infuse your entire day with those graces from God that you'll live your day in a different way than mm-hmm. if you, you don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I'm always edified by seeing so many other people there. Uh, so this morning I was at St. Michael's for their 9 a.m. Mass, and I'm just always so impressed that there's so many mm. people there. Yeah. You know, all throughout the week. And for you, you're a busy woman, right? Uh, a wife, you know, mom. And you work, mm-hmm. you fit it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can say, "I'm too busy." Right. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. do it. That's for somebody else, right? Yeah. But you put a box around that, yeah. and that uh, you're able to get there, whatever that is. If it's nine, I know for Lent at St. Benedict's we have a six a.m. mass. Yes. I'm not getting up for that, but some do. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> I but talk about the options. I know right? a lot of people do. They'll make it to the six thirty mass, the six forty five. Or if you can't go to the early morning, um, then sometimes some parishes will have a noon mass or they'll have an evening mass. So I think that um, when when people prioritize and make something um, important in their life, they'll figure out a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Brenda, you have talked, we were talking in advance, and you were talking about cultivating desire in your heart and, and finding that quiet place to meet the Lord. Would you talk about that cultivation of desire? Yeah, I, I think that for me, um, the, the desire came um, just quite naturally because I, was, I feel like I was so hungry for faith when I was younger, um, growing up in an agnostic family. Um, I, I just really... I feel like I have so much to learn. And so having that that deep desire to really know God and to know, you know, where he is and and know his truth. And if he's revealed something to us, then I want to know it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and the challenge is always to put put it fully into practice and to to live it. Um, But I I think that all of us need to just keep that fire stoked, you know, Mm -hmm. our desire for God. Um, where we put him in the first place and we really try to um, structure our lives around God and the things of God, too. Mm-hmm. And it's challenging and because and, and we all enjoy being entertained and we all enjoy, you know, to laugh and we all enjoy just being with friends and being casual. But at the same time, we have to just conscientiously not put God in the back seat and say, well, I'll see you, you know, once a week or or, or whatever. Um but we have to keep him side by side. Keep Jesus as our best friend, yeah, and and try to bring him into every occasion, every situation, every relationship, every moment. 
Yeah. You're listening to uh, Brenda Sharman and the Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, on our spring pledge drive. Please call 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160, or go online at thequestatlanta.com or the Quest Atlanta mobile app. So, you know, Brenda, as I'm thinking, as a former uh, model, actress, I mean, what tension? You know, as you were um, journey of faith, you know, the tension of being in the world, as St. Um, Basil would say, be in the world, but not of it. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you felt quite a bit of tension there. So how did you manage that? Yeah, um, in, you know, it's, it's interesting because being in the, the fashion industry, um, I always say that the fashion industry promotes the uh, the me attitudes instead of the be attitudes. <laughs> you know, blessed are the hot and sexy, or blessed <laughs> are the rich and famous. Uh, those are the me attitudes of the world. Um, so, so for me, I did make quite a few adjustments in my life early on when I when I feel like I met Jesus and started reading scripture and reading things like you know if, if you cause one of the least ones of these of mine to sin, it would be better for you to have a millstone you know thrown around your neck and be cast into the depths of the sea. Those were strong words, things like that. And I remember thinking. Um, about what I modeled, and at, at the time I was, you know, modeling lingerie, and um, you know, just for like the regular manufacturers. And there was something in me after I became Catholic that said, "This is no longer appropriate for me. I'm now a walking billboard for Christianity, mm. and I wanted to hold myself to a higher standard, and I wanted to um, be more modest with how I presented myself. and And, th- and that's a constant struggle, I think, for females, you know, because we, we want to be attractive, but yet you really have to kind of battle the influences of the fashion industry. Um, and then now with social media, I think that many girls really fight that fight. Like mm. they feel so compelled to, you know, prove their their value through how they are externally. Mm. And John Paul II through the Saint, um, uh, the theology of the body, mm-hmm. John Paul II. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole notion of that your beauty and your dignity is based not on your appearance, mm-hmm. but it having been created in the image and likeness of God. And that, right. that, that is your true beauty. Right. Um, so so uh, taking that further, you also, uh, uh, I guess, felt called to a ministry, international ministry for girls called uh, Pure Fashion. Tell us about that. Yes. So back in uh, like 2004 to 2007, I was the national director of a ministry called Pure Fashion. And we encouraged um, young ladies to live in accordance with their dignity as children of God and um, to to know that their beauty should come from the inside and not, not from, you know, what they wear on the outside. But we tried to encourage young ladies to know that they could be modern but still modest, that they could be trendy but still tasteful. Um, and we really were trying to encourage them to, to stand strong against the negative societal influences of, you know, the time. Um, and like I said, unfortunately, I feel like now it's even harder with social media because so often young ladies uh, feel compelled to post photos of themselves on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very provocative, very, you know, scantily clad. And um, and it's it's like their calling card nowadays to show how sexy they are. And then young men just kind of like flip flip through Instagram shopping for their you know next hot girlfriend. Um, so there's there's a lot going on out there it, in the world that's hard to turn that tide. It makes me think of a quote I heard from Father Augustine Tran. If you're listening, I've remembered <laughs> this. Uh, it's been about 20 years since I heard this, but. 
He said, and I've heard him tell this to many um, teenage uh, girls, is the bait you use determines the fish you catch. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, that's great. And I, and I, I, I love that. So uh, talk about modesty and these other things that are, are necessary uh, in this world. Um, you're listening to Brenda Sharman. Give her a journey uh, to the church and beyond. Um, this is uh, Quest Atlantic Catholic Radio, AM 1160, and our spring pledge drive. Please call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 to make a one-time or monthly donation. Um, Brenda, you also, um, I think in, in some, some of our discussion about uh, unexpected blessings uh, or answered prayer, and you mentioned about your mom. You know, your mom who kind of growing up was, um, I don't know, maybe lukewarm to Scripture or whatever, but it seems like in her older age, um, right. where she is, things are, are opening up there. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, having uh, grown up, well, she she was raised in a family, and sometimes they would go to the Lutheran church, but she did not have an active faith life and as a Christian when um, I was growing up with my sisters. And um, and she kind of just kind of teased or scoffed at the idea of Christianity and really never um, embraced it. And she just couldn't, quote unquote, buy into it. So um, that's she's always been respectful of me and my journey, and she was there when I joined the church. And you know, it was kind of like, well, that's great for you, Brenda. That's nice, <laughs> but we've never been able to pray together. Mm. Um, you know, the the meanings behind the holidays, that you know, Christmas and Easter. Um, she never saw what I did in them, and so that's always been a little bit of a cross that I couldn't really share. My, my Catholic faith or those big, you know, moments with my, my family members, like my sisters or my parents. And, um, my dad is deceased, but my mom is still living. And, um, she moved to Atlanta last year because she, uh, her health was declining and she moved down here to be in an assisted living home. And now she's in a nursing home. And, um, and yes, her, her health is failing. And yes, her mind has shifted. She's got dementia, um, but one of the good things about this new dementia is that she is now open to praying with me. <laughs> and so now we're praying the Our Father together. We're praying guardian angel prayers. And um, and I put the rosary over her, her head, and she wears it around her neck, and she likes it. She likes uh, to touch it. And she says, no, I like to look at Jesus. And I'm like laughing going, <laughs> oh, my gosh, are you my mother? <laughs> so, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe it is a little dementia. I don't know. But I'm okay with that. Like, what? Whatever it takes for mm-hmm. her mind to be shifted and maybe for the pride to go away and some humility to come in that she'll she'll accept and uh, be welcome to this idea of Jesus. I'm fine with that. Betcha. It, it reminds me of let the little children come unto me. Yes. That she has become the simple version of herself and now he's able to break into those uh places of the heart right so that's a beautiful thing to be the the childlike right i would encourage you brenda something i've embarked on my mom is 85 now my dad passed away about five years ago and i will say in since his passing um my mom and i have embarked on a new relationship and it's prayer i mean we've got her the magnificat you know she gets and and um we, we just we just share things. And one morning, I, I went down to visit her on her little Denai in Florida. I'm sitting out there, and I'm doing my morning prayer, you know, with my breviary. And um, in in she comes out with her Magnificat, and just sits by me and is praying. And I'm like, that's the first time in my entire life I've prayed with my mother. 
Yeah. So I would encourage you just to take really advantage of that. It's like there are many open doors, it sounds like. Yes. There, yeah. You know? Well, well, and this is really the first time I've ever prayed with her mm. or that she's praying the Our Father along with me. So it's it's been a, a grace-filled experience, even through, you know, the, the trials and the struggles of dealing with your mother sure. or a family member aging like that. Mm. You betcha. You're listening to uh, The Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, and our, and our guest, uh, Brenda Sharman. And uh, so please help help uh, support Catholic Radio at 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. Or you can go online at thequestatlanta.com or use the um, uh, Quest Atlanta mobile app. Uh, one other thing, uh, Brenda, you've mentioned um, in discussion is is uh, who you most often ask for intercession. And I thought your interest, your answer was very interesting, is is the tenderness of Mother Teresa and the strength of Joan of Arc. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that this past year, I've really been talking to Mother Teresa a lot and asking for her to uh, pray for me as I go through this experience with my mom at the nursing home. Um, because I, I've always admired Mother Teresa, and and my kids have an affinity for her, too, because we always um, think about her example. She really did the hard stuff, you know, helping the least of these. And, and what she did wasn't wasn't pretty, and it wasn't necessarily always fun. And so I've, I've always had great respect for her. Um, and then I think getting to know some of the other residents around my mom and, and those who live in the nursing homes or assisted living, um, I just really wanted to have the heart of you know mother Teresa being around these people and then uh joan of arc i just have always respected her because she's such a warrior she's such a tough chick yeah and uh and I, I respect that too so i think the different sides of me can appreciate uh the the virtues in both of them um but i think that the the saint that i go to most often is of course is our blessed mother mm-hmm. and i and i talk to her every day and pray the rosary and um, and it's it's a beautiful thing when I can see that my kids also have an affection for um, these different saints and, and the Blessed Mother, and, and we're trying to pray the rosary at night as a family, um, especially during Lent. And, and thankfully, we can do that through FaceTime or through, you know, phone calls with our kids, even when they're not here in Atlanta. But um, the other night, even a couple nights ago, I had my son who lives in Charleston, our oldest son, Stephen, and his girlfriend, Lauren, and we prayed the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Oh, wow. So, yeah. As we began this hour, uh, what yeah. a w- great way to begin. Yeah, I, I was actually going to ask you, if you were to give advice to a young mom, how to pray, because let's face it, when you have little children, it's difficult to find that time because you're really taken up with your children. But, but what would you advise a young mom? to do yeah well that that's where i would say you just have to use the slow drip method you just need a little bit here and there uh when i was uh having babies i, I spent a lot of time at home in front of the te- the television set naturally just nursing and sitting in a chair and i would watch ewtn quite a bit and so i had you know catholic media in front of me um and now moms can do the same thing with their cell phones you have the ability to have a lot of great content on your phone in your pocket wherever you are so you know, use every five minutes that you can in a wise way, maybe instead of scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, but try to make good use of that time. And I think just giving yourself um, a break and not having too high of expectations sometimes because your schedule can be very sporadic with a baby True. and, you know, and things can change and evolve. Um 
And so I think that that young moms just need to do what they can as often as they can, you know, but but try to cultivate those really good habits and especially with their children. Um, but but take it small and just intersperse throughout the day. I think that that would ensure a greater chance of success. Beautiful. Yeah, the slow drip. I think you're going to like patent that or something. So, <laughs> hey, so Brent, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to jump in here, and, and it's kind of after the fact, but um, you had mentioned uh, theology of the body, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know much about that, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I just want to get a little plug in here for one of our local shows, uh, the the family room. And they had uh, Christopher West. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with sure. him, but they've they've had him on twice now. Uh, the guy is amazing. I mean, just the yeah. way his brain works and everything. If you listen to that, but you can go back uh, and check these out uh, and listen to this. And he he talks about you know beauty with a capital B and beauty with a small B. Mm. And it, I mean, just it, it just fascinating stuff. But it goes right along with what you were saying, uh, uh, Brenda, about the you know the the. The, the physical beauty that we see and everything, but what what is beauty? What is beauty really? Yeah, you what, know. What was the show again? It's it's the family room. The family room. Yeah. So so go check that out, and you'll see. Uh, there's there's a title uh, February sixteenth, theology of the body, hmm. uh, God's gift for such a time as this. And it, it if, if you're interested in that, it, it it's it they really get into depth in that as well oh thank you dave that's mm-hmm. great absolutely and we're just about out of time i don't know we, we've got to wrap up whatever last thoughts yes. we have here so brenda I, we just thank you so much and uh thank there's you. so much more to be said so you'll have to come back uh <laughs> but you spent some time with us uh telling us about your faith journey and and the role of of radio you know catholic radio and and having that um support system there and and social media you know in general so um, so your sharing makes clear the impact that Quest and Catholic Radio um, has. Um, you know, f- for listeners, Brenda's examples is what happens um, with your pledge. Uh, you touch people's lives. Maybe right now you're thinking, maybe I ought to give something to the Quest um, and and find but find reasons maybe not to. Uh, so please call. Uh, even if you're driving right now, be safe. But pull over or, or call us when you get home or whatever. Four seven zero five zero eight. 1160. Um, we, we still have uh, some matching funds with just a few minutes left in this hour. Uh, so, so please call us or go online, thequestatlanta.com. Perhaps you'd like to designate uh, a donation in honor of someone that can be read on the air. Um, just call in and tell us, and uh, you can go to the uh, questatlanta.com and do the same. Um, in, invest in the lives of others, and please be generous. Light up our phones. If, you, if you'd like to invest in this great apostolate, and if you've been thinking about this, um, if you love the quest, call in and let us know, or, or jump online at thequestatlanta.com, and uh, you know your, your generosity can't be overdone. Mm-hmm. So thanks uh, for spending the hour with us, and we thank Brenda Sharman again for being our guest today. We thank you, our listeners, uh, and all who donated today, and those who pray to keep the station on the air uh, and expanding. So please call and, and keep praying. Uh, we're here, and we need your support to reach the financial goals of the station. Um, and then m- maybe if we, uh, I can close with a quick prayer. Well, I'll tell you what, before we do that, I'd love to have you close with a quick prayer, but... Uh... You were talking about the, you know, if you want to uh, donate in, you know, in honor of somebody. Uh, Brenda, we've got somebody who donated in honor of you, Steve from Woodstock. Uh, we also have Jeannie uh, from Flowery Branch. Oh, Jeannie. For, uh, oh. Uh, that's for Deacon Jerry and, and Sally. Oh, thank uh, you, Jeannie. We also have Bill from Lawrenceville. 
Uh, Bill picked up on a Chick-fil-A gift card, nice. so that was a nice score. <laughs> Karen uh, Karen uh, from Woodstock as well. And then also in honor of Jerry and Sally uh, Kazin uh, of the uh, Marion Servant Community, uh, Marion from Roswell oh, has, has donated. Thank you, Marion. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate that. Uh, well, let's get out of this room here. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, that's a perfect leading, I guess, to the closing yeah, prayer. Let's, huh? let's say a prayer for what our cause have accomplished this hour. Uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Lord, for entering the hearts of our listeners and donors. Uh, for those who pray for this radio station, uh, for our guest Brenda and her family, and for your generosity in supporting Catholic Radio, The Quest. We pray for those who are most need of your mercy at this time. Uh, we began this hour with the words, uh, for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. So we especially think of those who are now experiencing the conflict of war, especially the people of Ukraine. Um, and you console them and, and bring about peace by changing hearts and minds. And may God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We'll now take a very, very short break, and we'll be right back. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is The Power of Prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, the Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to the Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at The Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. Whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. 
But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism, a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at the, at the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that. It's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week, and we have Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, it's nice to come in here and, and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for, almost for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so. If there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? Is your soul worth $20 a month? <laughs> I don't know why you would. When you do have that access, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teaching. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes to pull this all together and be on the air it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive. <laughs> for your soul, if it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160. Or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the 